Hello? 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 Oh. Hello? It's just there's n- what? <laughs> How did Duck Hunt work? You know? How did that work? Your TV doesn't have a sensor. Like, how does it know? <laughs> how did it know where you're pointing the so, orange gun? I should know more about this than I do. You should. I feel. But, That's why I'm asking. So here's you. what I have the idea. Like when you pulled that trigger, yeah, you would see the whole screen kind of flash, right? Okay. But it also like had a little mark, not just the screen. Yes. There was also a little dot where you were pointing, like a square or something. Whatever. Yeah, there'd be like a square. Well, I don't think it was where you were pointing. It was over the duck. And somehow that gun could tell, like it was narrow enough. Was it getting hit by that light square? <laughs> that square of light. Was it pointed at that? Like it's a fairly large, it's a fairly blunt instrument. Like that, that those ducks were not exactly small per se. And the square was probably bigger than the duck. Yeah, it was around the same size, but it's yeah. kind of like imagine a square encompassing the entire duck from the head yeah. to the tail. There's empty everything. space. Yeah. So I think as long as that that gun again, yeah, it was narrow enough, and it was like, okay, did that light square just flash into the gun? Yes or no? How much light is coming into here? That's my guess. You're telling me that <clears throat> the light from the TV enters the gun, and that's how yeah. it did it. That's how it did it. That that's my that's my theory. I don't know about that. Well, what's the other alternative? I don't the, know, the man. Just TV had a sensor in it. No, somehow. like the TV was not of sending any not. information back through those cables Abs- into the NES. Absolutely not. Absolutely so, not. So, uh, randomness would be my other guess. Right. Just complete <laughs> randomness. Well, I feel like it could tell. Like if you like pointed it, not even at the TV, like straight down, and hit trigger, 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 trigger. You'd never hit anything. True. But I think, I do think it was, a, like I said, a very blunt instrument. It was not accurate, would be my guess. Like, okay, but it had some level. So the whole screen, TV screen, would flash, and then there'd be one square that would, what, flash a little bit brighter? Maybe the whole screen didn't flash, and it was just those squares that flashed. I think it's just the squares that flashed. But that little bit of light. Is making it all the way back into the gun. Sometimes I'd be like fifteen feet away. Yeah. Maybe not. 15, well, maybe, maybe if you 10, were that far maybe away, maybe ten feet. I don't know. It maybe if you were that far away, it was very. It stopped working very well. I'm not sure. Got even blunter. I mean, again, that is a long barrel. How how narrow is the field of view of whatever like photoreceptor they have in there? You know, it could be it could be very narrow. You know, because it's probably a tiny little sensor, like the size of who. I mean, I have no idea, right? I'm not even going to call it like a full on. It's not like a sensor, like a camera sensor. I mean, this was way back whenever. It was more like a photo 
cell like a, or like something. Dime-sized. Yeah, if, if, if that. that. Yeah. Or maybe it was bigger because it was easier to make them bigger back then. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Let's say it's dime-sized and you have that long barrel. So, like, you know, it could be pretty you know accurate but i think what it did was it turned the whole screen black and and just had like a white square over the gun and it's like okay did the did the light it was for that split second was there that white light shining into the gun and it's like yes or no that's that's my my guess I, I'm, I'm feeling fairly confident in this assessment, <laughs> but perhaps, you know, I'm, I am a fool. So it's very possible. So here's my idea. This is, a, I think this is the, a guess. It's a guess. Here's what I think should happen. For you, I think the listeners <laughs> should look this up on Wikipedia or Google it. Okay. And figure out the answer for themselves. Will they let us know? They, they don't need to let us know. All right. Just look it up and then, then, then you'll know audience listener <laughs> just look it up i mean i would like but instead I, of doing a podcast where we look things up let's change it so we just mention things for the audience to look up <laughs> go look up how the duck hunt gun worked all right i mean all right i'll come around <laughs> i guess i'm open for pretty much anything but sure let us let, let, let me know let us know if uh my my theory was right. Uh, you know, go to gutterballs.tv. I'm not Googling it. No. I need the audience to That's let us right. know. Go to gutterballs.tv and hit the uh, contact button. Send us a note. Say, hey, here's how it, here's how it worked. Or you could, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, mention us on Twitter. Good old uh, at guttercast on Twitter. Guttercast. Yeah, or go to Facebook, I guess. Yeah, but if you're in the super secret group on Facebook, that's cool too. Yeah, and you know you could you can find that if you look. Yeah. There's a little quiz that's, you got to take to get right. let in there. Right. It's for it's for listeners only. Yeah. Yep. It's only three questions, but if you're a gutter freak, you'll know the answers. Yeah. You'll know. You'll know. All right. So duck hunt. I I had. I don't. Did we? I have to say, it's some brilliant engineering. Well, yeah. Magic for like 1986 or whenever that is from. 88. I don't know. How? How, man? I bet Seamus would know. Seamus. Yeah. Brother Seamus. No, no, not like an Irish monk. Uh, father of the Xbox. He also bakes oh, bread yeah. with ye- yeast he harvests from the air. Yeah, I was uh, hearing about yeast harvest from the air. Yeah. Or bacteria, various bacteria. I guess yeast might be part of it. Yep. But yeah, yeah, that's how they used to do it. They didn't used to have yeast. Well, it's yeast Fairly is Fairly modern. Yeah. Yeah, but not like yeast, like an actual right. thing you could have. You don't add. go to the didn't store. didn't exist, really. Right. Yeah. Get it. You would just keep your bread bowls dirty so there'd be bacteria in there. Gotta keep your the last loaf you did. fucking bread bowls dirty. He extracted yeah. like 4,000-year-old yeast from an Egyptian that's right. clay pot I remember that shit. now that you mention it. Yeah. yeah. But that's how they, yeah, that's how they also did it. 
up until very recently. You know, I, I enjoy watching YouTube videos about uh, 18th century cooking, as, as you well know, Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a video on the bacteria bread. I mean, I harvested my own yeast at the start of this all this bullshit because apparently, you know, well, there was a run on yeast. You couldn't get yeast. So if you wanted to bake yeah. bread, you had to get well, your own yeast. Well, it seems like yeast pretty much just makes it go quicker if you have like yeast from the store because you added that in there, it goes. But all you have to do is just wait a little longer and the natural bacteria from the air and on your hands and in everything will, will go to work and do the same thing. Well, yes and no. You got to like, I mean, yeah, I guess. But you got to be careful with you know getting the bad bacteria that when you harvest your own yeast you get some flour yeah. and water but then you're like like it's pretty nasty <laughs> at first and you got to keep dumping off like the black and gray f- fucking gunk on there you don't right. want to cook with that stuff cuz it's nasty right. and it's like how do you know if it's good well it doesn't smell awful <laughs> Well, that again, and that's making yeast as an additive, right? Yes. That process. But if you're just making bread, you don't mess with any of that shit, is my understanding. Well. And again, it depends on where you're located. I think also like city, you know, old school city versus. Uh, out in the countryside. More rural living mm-hmm. might make some differences because, you, you know, you probably have like starters and shit and stuff in the cities. You're baker there making bad mass quantities versus just you know like someone at the homestead is like well i gotta make bread for the family you know it's a different slightly maybe a little different but oh, it's all it's I all different. it's the same it, i mean you're in that you're gonna get a different flavor profile yes oh definitely but i see i believe there was no i mean so when he extracted this yeast like i don't think the people at that time like had yeast maybe they did i don't know well yeah they had yeast yeast is I mean, I yeast existed but they didn't have the concept of yeast they're just like hey this bread puffs hey, up let the bread out and it puffs puffs up for some reason and gets good right like i i don't know did they have a material that they're like this is the thing we add like the way we add yeast i, I guess i don't know well, my assumption was they didn't they just let the bread sit out and it puffed up. I mean, I don't think you're giving them enough credit. They built the goddamn yeah. pyramids, Brad. Well, that is true. Very true. Like, we, we're all walking around like the cocks of everything, but we're I, we're probably dumber. <laughs> like, just why? Because we have computers. We're awesome all of a sudden. We can Google how duck hunt works. We think we're fucking amazing. Well... They didn't have computers or anything else to really occupy their time. And they didn't have machines, but they did have lots of people they were able to subjugate and turn to slavery. Well, a human. Or near slavery. As a machine. So it's like, hey, build a temp- temple. We have 40,000 people here that we can just give them a little bread to keep them alive and force them to do this. And they did have machines. It was a whole different dynamic. A, a wedge is a machine. Oh, yeah, they a, had a machines. A lever like is that. a machine. Sure. An inclined plane is a machine. Look, dude, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, building. Yeah, I don't even know where to go with that one. I, I, I can, can feel it. I could feel it coming, though. Uh, it's almost there. Yeah, it's, it was something yeah. was going to happen, but then it didn't. Yeah, it's like, look, I'm not. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm not. That. You aren't. Yeah, <laughs> listen. I'm not. I, it's, it's not. It's almost. We can't. What? What? What I meant was, if now, now, and having said that, I <laughs> like the Fred Armisen character. Is that who that was? Goes on those rants, know, but he know. doesn't say anything. He's just now look and 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 first now you're my friend, you're my friend. So I want to say, uh, from uh, starting from the beginning now, and he just does that for like three minutes. I personally feel attacked by this Fred Armisen character. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I kind of hate it when that happens. Sometimes you see a character in sketch comedy, you're like damn it. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, well, damn it. That's just pretty much 100% accurate yep. for me. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, you got a podcast. Any of the podcast oh, jokes. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, hard. you know, they're true. Yeah. They're funny because they're true, but yeah. But I don't care. I, fuck it. We didn't. Dis- I'm did a we- podcaster. Oh, I got a podcast. You want to come on my podcast? We Did we discuss. <laughs> The artwork, I had this written down, but I don't remember if we got back to it during uh, the Fractal Jutebox episode. Uh, Equinox artwork. Album art. I don't, no, I don't think we talked about that. All right. Well, it's an ice cube that's half melted and is on fire in some okay. <laughs> manufactured, like, vague landscape, slate yes. gray landscape with You're just describing distance. what it looks like. Correct. You're not saying they actually lit an ice cube on fire to create this. Well... Because I got the impression, but maybe they did. I'm know. just trying to understand where you're entering this conversation. I'm just describing what it looks like. Okay, yeah. Because to me, while it definitely looks like an ice cube on fire, I would call it... I'm going to bring up the album. Well, not even an ice cube. It's more like an ice block that's half melted. Yeah, like I was going to say, like, it seemed to me like there was a sense of scale. Yeah, like maybe some Yeah, like it's giant. Size. It's like on a beach. Well, is it a beach? <laughs> now that I'm looking at it, I never really looked at it quite that. It looks to me like a beach, like it's on land, but you can see the sea behind it. I don't know about that. Look it up, dude. Well, I'm looking it's at it. It's on the fucking ground. Well, I know it's on the ground. I never. So you're you're saying it's not necessarily water behind it. Well, I see what you're saying. Yes, could be then. Could be. Yes. Yeah, there's a sense of scale to it though. Like it, I, I like when I look at this, I guess it has to do with the interplay of like the land, like the sea behind it like the perspective it kind of creates. I would say this is like a gigantic ice block. Well, and I'm saying it's more like maybe brick to cement block sized. Right. So w- obviously way bigger than an ice cube, but I feel like they're doing a bit of macro photography here. That's the impression yeah, I'm have, getting. It's not like house sized. Have been so I have no idea. And like, look at I mean, the flames. This too. is a painting maybe? I don't think it's a photograph. I don't know. But the flames also are a giveaway. Like, if this was a house-sized block of ice, the yeah. individual flames would be smaller. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. I mean, I feel with the horizon and the ground, like, the, the, the idea is this is like a 10 feet high, at least, block of ice. Could be bigger. Granted, they may have created it, assuming it's a photograph or maybe modeled after something for the painter to like, again, a perspective shift to make it look that way. 
you know, like right on schedule. When they shoot Star Wars, they use those little X-wing models. They're not actually giant things flying in space, but it appears that way, right? I think that's the intention: is that this was a large ice block. But you know, we're back into discussing like the sizes, well, of the things. sizes of things, and you're not good that, at it. Like, you lack you know, we should. I would really like to maybe just change this podcast to be exclusively about the sizes of things. Stand by. Every I got episode. a woman standing behind me. And two dogs. And dogs. She's giving me things. That I'll take back. Experiences over things. <laughs> okay. Good. That's a piece of paper. Uh, it's got very busy down here all of a sudden. Please, Saturday. What is it? We have to go over. Please, Saturday morning. About 9.30 for an hour and a half. And then we will be done. All right. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. She okay. She's. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Gigi says hi. Hi, Gigi. I don't know if you heard that. Uh, Graham died. Everyone was cleaning out her apartment, so we got to finish that up. Uh, yeah. So she's berating me. So that's to do that. Been over there a couple times already, and you just right. basically throw it's, everything away. It is a. Yeah. The, the emptying out of the abandoned domicile is definitely a hard ritual. It's uh, ennui-laden. Ennui, is that the right word? I don't know. I'm not sure. Ennui is like boredom, isn't it? There's some uh, a tinge of sadness to it, though. Okay. Maybe Maybe ennui is not the right word it's um on we a feeling of listlessness and dissatisfaction arriving from a lack of occupation or excitement yeah well it's definitely not exciting yeah and it and dissatisfying and it is dissatisfying and it makes me want to be listless instead yeah like uh yeah anyway graham died she was 92 had a good run can't complain about that sat down in her chair with a little lunch and just kind of slumped over and that was that so yeah as you and i discussed i think that's it's the way to do it it's the way to it's it's the way to do it i mean if you're gonna do it good good run yep uh a a a very peaceful exit peaceful exit we should all be so lucky check this shit out that I'm going to send you right now. Um, I'll do it in the slacks. But we've mentioned Graham on here before, so there's your Graham update, everyone. She's dead. There's a memorial service in a couple of days. Anybody wants to stop by? (laughs) Uh, Is this um, a, a, a virtual one? I think the church may be doing a smallish in-person thing up there in the Poconos, but oh, okay. mainly virtual, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I guess Midnight Ride and Lorelei. Lorelei was a single off Equinox, and I guess the B-side was Midnight Midnight Ride? Midnight Ride. That was the, like, JY song from that album? Yes. Correct? Midnight Ride, I'm gonna take ya! Midnight Ride! I think you want a midnight ride. Drunk, 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 cowbell. Dennis, th- this cover of this. I, uh, I don't know single. that I've seen this 
image before. I, maybe I have, but Dennis is really representing right there. He, that is quite a shirt he has on. Is it a shirt? <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, the way it's kind of buckled together at the bottom makes me feel like it's a, it qualifies as a shirt. It's definitely. Man, I think it's its own thing. It may, it may, okay, it may be its own it's thing. Like a, I'll give you that. Like a half, like a half kimono. It's just the top part of a kimono. It's like a half kimono that seals at the bottom. <laughs> right, at the waist level. At the waist level, but and then... We don't know. It may go all the way down. Yes. And and the sleeves only go till just past the elbows. <laughs> and it creates kind of an opening V-shape, exposing his chest, his pectoral muscle. <laughs> you can see his well-defined pecs there. JY got his arm around him. Oh, he does. Peeking over the shoulder. He does. Very, uh, like, hello, chaps. Oh, we're getting a picture taken. <laughs> Bring it on in, old fellow. John Panazzo's very contemplative looking with his fro. He, he's, the, okay, he's the guy all the way on the right. Yes, the drummer. That's John. Yeah. And then the guy in the middle, kind of lower than everyone, that's the uh, Kurluski. Yeah, right? Kurluski. Because I, I don't recognize him, so that's right. probably why. And then you got Chuck in the back there. Yeah. John and Chuck. Now, which one brothers. was the drums? Drums the, is the, John. The drums was the afro. Afro, right. Big afro. Little afro. Little crew cut. Short hair is the... Bass player. Bass player. He's still right. around. He plays with them once in a while still. Good for him. Oh, really? Yeah. Once in the a while. The bass player. Yeah. I thought the bass player was the one that passed away. No. All this time. Drummer. The drummer is the one that passed Correct. away. Correct. All this time, in my mind, I thought it was the bassist Panazzo that no. passed away. I had it. All mixed up. It was it was the drummer the because he was moment wild. He was the wild man. Yeah, the drummers are always the wild guys. He drank too much. He got cirrhosis and died. A lot of death in this episode so far. Yeah, it's the death. The death. death. Welcome to the death show. Welcome to the death show. Do not ask for whom the bell tolls. Chuck Bonazzo. Um, came out as gay in 2001 and he's been living with HIV. Right. The bass player. The bass obviously. player. Yes. Not dead. Yeah. Yes. I knew the bass player came out as gay, but I thought he also died, I guess. Nope. I think we just want to start throwing panazos around. You know, John, Chuck. It's tricky. It kind of gets like industry jargon. Like, it I does. Don't know. It does. Even John, for me. John, Chuck. Like, those are... There's like... I can't keep it all straight. There's always like a little, like, half second where I got to be like, hang on. Chuck, yes, is the bass player. Right. Even now, after all these decades. Right. Like, when I have to say something, turn right or turn left, I have you to think really about it really hard, <laughs> and I only have about a 75% chance of getting it right. Even after thinking about it really Even hard. Even after thinking about yes. it. Yes. Yes. It's just like that. Although... Well, I'll, t I'll change that. If I think hard, I have a 90% chance of getting it right. I was going to say I was... I have a 95% chance of getting it right after I give my one second of hard thinking. But 
if you compile uh, compile all the times I try to use the terms right or left, I would say total is 75 because I don't always maybe think about it hard enough. Plus, there's the times when I do think about it hard and still get it wrong. So all that together, I'd say 75 overall. Think about it hard. 90 (laughs) percent chance of getting it right. So in the cases or the situations where you don't think about it real hard, is that because there's some urgency? Like maybe there's directions yeah, or being I'm given? I'm just flying so casually. Oh, I'm just casual. like, yeah, it's up here on the right. Like I'm not even stopping to think. Right. Right. It's just like, you know, we're in the flow of conversation. Sometimes I get. And I just throw it out there all cocky. Like I don't have to stop and think about this really hard. Sometimes I get the same sort of thing happens with. <laughs> This is terrible with uh, stop lights. It's like red, red is stop. That's right. <laughs> I I don't. Rarely. I would never have a. Yes, I'm going to say yes to this, although I would characterize it differently. I would say it's more like. I'm not sure how to describe that short circuit. It's And it's but, not. I, I, I don't. I don't think I characterized it properly either it's not like i'm thinking about it and then i get it wrong if i think about it even for a second 100 percent of the time i know that red means stop but when you're just sort of you're casually sort of mindlessly driving once in a while it's like oh fuck red is stop and i slam on the brakes yeah or like you stop at the red and then in you think it kind of changed because like other lanes of traffic are going and you're just like, oh, it's fine for me to go too. And then you pull out in the middle of the intersection and slam on the right. brakes and realize you're about to die. <laughs> or or it's like, um, you know, also the whole this gets complicated because you can do the whole turn right on red thing. Yeah. But which direction is right and which direction is oh, left? Fuck. And like it makes sense that you can turn right on left red but not left because if you turn right you're not crossing over other lanes of traffic right so it makes sense so in my mind i kind of have to model that i visualize like a top town view of this intersection and if i turn this way it would be okay if i turn this way eh, eh, not good okay now translate that to the first person perspective you have that would translate to going this way it is okay for me to go no cars yes do that but it requires again Right, like, whew, shit, brother. <laughs> There's a, it's a lot, lot going on a in that lot decision. Of machinations happening for that yeah. outcome. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, God, they're gonna take my license away. Sometimes I'm, <laughs> I'm driving, and like, <laughs> I'll just put my turn signal on, <laughs> or like. <laughs> I'll come to an intersection where, like, maybe a four-way stop, and I'll put my turn signal on to turn right, and then just go straight through. Yeah. And uh, I do that quite a bit. (laughs) I don't feel like I do that, but I definitely do. I'm trying to unravel... Some weird stuff with turn signals, for sure. It's like I'll be driving for a while, and it's like I'll just have my turn signal on. Yeah. It's like, why is that on? 
Right. You were thinking about turning to the right yeah, at some point. But I you were thinking, all right, after eight blocks, I'm going to have to turn right. And then that's easy. I can do that. All my mind you heard just end was up subconsciously right. <laughs> yeah. putting that signal on because you're thinking about right. And then I'm yeah. just driving around. It's like, what the fuck's that doing on? It's like, I hadn't turned right ever, you know? It's like, oh, let's turn it on. Or like, I just get in the car, I start driving, and I just put my turn signal on. Like, like yeah, pulling I, I, away from I'm the home. I'm not saying I don't have that problem, but I can relate to having problems, so I feel you. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like that's as dangerous of a thing as like pulling out into the intersection on a red light. Yeah. It's an annoyance for other drivers, but I don't think it's endangering anyone's life. Yeah. And I'll be clear. I don't think I would ever do it like if cars were coming. It's more like I'm at the a, a lonesome intersection. And now it's time to go. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, wait, why am I stopped? What's good? And it's not like I'm thinking like, oh, fuck the rules. I'm going to drive through. Right. No one's here. It's not like that at all. It's just like. You just lose track of what the fuck's going on. Yeah, man. Is that red light for me? It's not for me. You're thinking about Dennis's half kimono and exactly. Stuff just I'm happens. just kind of lost in that in that smooth chest. I mean, there's no. Do you think he got that waxed? Or shaven? It's either no crispy chest hairs for him. No, sir. I mean, now his crispy head hairs mop top yeah. there. His crispy mullet. Yeah. That looks crispy. That's crispy. Crispy. I feel John Panazzo's fro is not crispy. I feel like that's kind of soft. No. I don't think anyone there has crispy hair, save for Dennis. Dennis, yeah. Jay Wise is feathery and nice. That's for sure. Yeah. He takes pride in his hair. Give me some of them crisps, Denny. <laughs> Give me some of them crisps. Danny, oh, <laughs> gallant! It's gallant. It's not gallant. Gallant. What oh, is this from the uh, episode? From, uh, from sticks. Yeah. It's you. Were, I think you were referring to my effort of making the scones and packing them and sending them. Oh, I said gallant. But is that even a word? A gallant, right? It's. Gallant is the word. I no, think it's valiant. I think it's valiant. Valiant. A valiant effort. And I got and the you, two words mixed into one. That's it. That's exactly it. That's what happened. Don't get me wrong. I like gallant. But I think I never would have known if you didn't call me out on it right now. I think I've been going through my life saying gallant. It's a good word. It's, I mean, yeah. Not a word, but I mean they mean the same fucking thing. Valiant and gallant. Right. Why not just make it one word? Why do we need two gallant? Let's simplify the fucking language, people. We need two fucking words for the same thing. Merge them together. Gallant. Gallant. I think I'm, you know, pushing the language forward with that. I think so too. I mean, I didn't even question it as it happened, like real time. Right. right. It just sounded good. Yeah. The other thing It does sound good. It sounds perfectly natural. Perfectly natural. Didn't even didn't even miss a beat with it. It's a gallant, yep. It's a gallant effort. Um in light up the lead off track to Equinox, I you know, I'm baking these scones, I don't always, you know, hit the little deets that I got up there. Right, right. You pointed out that the track length is four twenty. 
very nice. Yes. But there's also, at the beginning, there's like a... Which is reminiscent of like lighting up a match and like maybe taking a hit and it's kind of got that hissy like kind of thing going on. So I think they were giving that a little nod. Like in the Beatles, girl. Right, right. And also towards the end when they're kind of vamping. Mm-hmm. In the background, they're saying, smoke it, smoke it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize they were all smoke it. that that far they out front with all this. They were doing totally it. there. Yeah. So now maybe I think they did make it. So I was thinking the 420 was a coincidence. No, not at but all. I, I guess I'm not. The, yeah. Yeah. That's why they had to well, do the vamping the at thing. the end. So my wife, you may know her. Her name is Christine. She was listening to our, our sticks and scones and, and somehow that came up. And I made the concept that like, well, I think it was just like a coincidence. It's just a zany thing. Nah. But I take that back now that I know all this other shit is in there. Yeah, they were definitely working. I didn't realize they were working it that hard. They were working it, man. Yep. This was in their pot days, I guess, before they got Although, into the white stuff. Although, was 420 even a term back in like 1972 or whenever this is from? Well. I don't know. Dear I listeners, no please Google it. Here's some yeah, more Googling Wikipedia for you that. to do. You don't need to let us know, shit. but just if you're no. curious about the answer to that, you, you can you can you can Google it. it just when Google did 420 it. become a, a thing? People said we don't need to know. We don't we don't really want to know. Don't want to know. Don't need to know. Yeah, we'll I don't block give a you shit. if you contact us about it. All right, Doctor Zayas. All right, let's put a little bow on this. Little turkey a, and send it off through the conveyor belt. Put it, wrap it up in a half kimono and send it out yeah. into the waves. A half kimono turkey sounds good. Let's count it up. Oh yeah, I forgot. About Almost that forgot shit. that. Let's do it. All, All right, right, let's count it up. <clears throat> Three. One, wait, two. Count it up. So start. Shit. No. <laughs> We gotta start it all over. I really fucked it up. All right. God damn it.